shouting like a madman, looked like Mr. Clean. The next thing he said was, Slime in the ice machine. I said, Slime in the ice machine. He said, Slime in the ice machine. He said, Filthy utensils and roaches on the floor, small food in the freezer, mouse droppings by the door, and Slime in the ice machine. Slime in the ice machine. He said, Slime in the ice machine. Hey everybody, it's April 10th, 2022, and this week, the H stands for half, because every college basketball game is played in two halves, and college basketball is what March Madness is about, and I did a March Sadness tournament, which was uh, very similar to picking an actual bracket, but instead of using like actual analytics and, I guess, uh, common sense and reason, I just picked whatever school's... I had an actual personal connection with, and some of them were pretty, uh, uh, it was a pretty big stretch for some of them. But anyway, I am back, and let's see, yeah, first we are going to talk about March, our March Sadness results, then we're going to have some NBA Astros Texans updates, and then to wrap the episode up, I've actually got the final remaining schedule of the H's for Hell, so stick around for the end, you can figure out when the last episode is, what it's going to be about. And where you can find it. Well, you don't need to know where you can find it because you already found this one and it's going to be wherever this is. Anyway, uh, March Sadness. So, yes, like I mentioned, I went through and I pretty much just picked out any of the teams that I had a personal connection with. Like, obviously, I'm cheering for UT. Obviously, I'm cheering for uh, the University of Houston. But there were some outliners there like uh, anybody in the Big 12, anybody that I like knew somebody who went there, uh, anybody that I like a college that I... Uh, that I'd been to, but anyway, at the end of the day, of all my predictions, I had one team make it to the Final Four, and that was uh, Kansas, who actually went on to win the whole thing. Now, that's because one of my cousins went to Kansas, so that's a very, um, yeah, like I said, it's a stretch. It, it was That's a bit of a stretch as far as like the general theme of the H's for Hell, which is supposed to be like Houston-based Maybe Texas-based, depending on what it is, but definitely not something like Kansas. But anyway, and there's also like the Big 12 connection. But uh, let's see, we had three teams make it to the Elite Eight. Three, So yeah, one made it to the Final Four, three made it to the Elite Eight. That was the University of Houston, Miami, and Arkansas. Uh, U of H, obviously, because this is a Houston-based show. Uh, Miami, because I'm a follower of the Dan Levitard show, and they were like following it because it's a Miami-based show. And then Arkansas, because of my various connections with Arkansas. And then we had two teams make it to the Sweet 16, Texas Tech, which is a Big 12 school, and Iowa State, which is actually a school I left off the original list because I just forgot that it's a Big 12 school because I've kind of... I'm a little out of touch with my Big 12 stuff, you know, because it's it's especially hard to get like enthusiastic about Big 12 now because we I know that UT and OU are leaving either in two seasons or three seasons, whenever it is. It's kind of like being like super gung ho about a video game system that is already like doesn't make games anymore. I I don't know, like uh, it's like when you know the new video game system's about to come out, you lose your enthusiasm for the current one. I guess is what I'm going for. I guess that's also on my brain because, like, in NRQ, we talk about somebody released, like, a Wii U exclusive. And it's like the Wii U hasn't been the main Nintendo uh, console for, like, five years. So it's kind of like you're a little behind it. Either way, that's a that's a tangent. Uh, UT ultimately lost in the uh, second round to Purdue, uh, which Purdue actually ended up getting knocked out by St. Peter's, which uh, also in NRQ, you can talk about Bob and I following a... 
the the St. Peter's Peacocks through their little Cinderella run because we just happened to coincidentally catch on St. Patrick's Day the Kentucky St. Peter's game because uh, we were hanging out on St. Patrick's Day. We just happened to watch it, and it, 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 you know, we were like, "Damn, this is going to the wire," and they ended up knocking them out. You know, and then they made it. Uh, hey, so I already forgot. Yeah, they made it to the Elite Eight. Didn't make it any further than that, which understandable that they made it as far as you know. Impressive that they made it as far as they did either way. So that does it for March Sadness. NBA, today, as I record this, is the last game of the regular season for the NBA. All There's 15 games. All 30 teams play. Uh, Houston, not in a relevant game because Houston was eliminated from the playoffs a long time ago. They're playing the Hawks. The Hawks are like comfortably in the play-in. So I don't even know if like this is a game the Hawks have any... Uh, I don't know if the Hawks have any incentive to care. I, I don't really, I can't remember the rules of the play-in, but I think they're like comfortably number eight right now or something like that. Uh, so either yeah, game doesn't matter. They're going to end the season 20 and 62 or 21 and 60 based on how that game goes. And uh, yeah, a disappointing season, but not, I guess disappointing just because you don't want to be on a losing team because it's not fun. And, you know, and, and there is a trickle-down effect for a guy like, for fans like me, in that when they suck like this, it's I can't really watch the games. They're not on television ever, and I don't have that sports package. Uh, like, when, when the Harden Rockets, you know, you could catch a national Rockets game like once a week. You know, they were on constantly. So... That part kind of sucks, but you understand it's part of the process. It's part of the building process. I can't remember how many games they won last year. I think they won like 14 games last year. Hold on. I, I, I Now I'm curious. The 2020... 2020... I, can't, I always get the year screwed up too. Houston Rockets record. There we go. I always get the years with the seasons mixed up. Yeah, 17 to 55, so a little bit of an improvement. Okay, good. At least it the needle is moving in the right direction. So anyway, uh, Astros, the season just kicked off. Or excuse me, we talked about that. Uh, I talked about that somewhere else. Where did I talk about that? But anyway, where I was like, is it first, is it a, you say first pitch, right? Because there is no kickoff. There is no like tee off. I guess you say it's like when the first pitch is. Uh, first pitch of the opening season was this past week. Astros are currently 2-1 and one in their first series with the Angels. It's been a really good series. Good back and forth. Uh, I mean, good for an Astros fan because the first two games were really good for the Astros. Uh, I actually did get to catch the third game, which was last night. Uh, highlight was definitely Verlander striking out Otani three times. I almost didn't believe it when it, when it first came because like he struck out, and I thought, I was like, damn, he struck about twice, and then it was the third time. And then they, were, and then it, they even said, they were like, wow, he did that three times, and I just I, I didn't even... I guess I couldn't even register that you could do. He would be able to do something like that. So he lost, but I guess you know, an impressive showing. Uh, just kind of like an offensively weak game. Uh, the only runs came from the the first home run, and I can't. Even, I fell asleep in like the eighth inning, so uh, I don't know who scored that second run. But uh, a low offensive game. But you know, I'm happy to see the Angels are competitive at least. It's always disappointing to see. Or it, it, it's always been disappointing to see Mike Trout like not be on a competitive team but now that they have like Otani uh in uh some of their pitchers and stuff they've got like a good thing going it'd be really disappointing to see them suck and it's a shame that in the AL West you know you've got the Mariners you've got the Angels and you got the Astros so it's going to be a very competitive division uh the fourth game is an afternoon game but I'm recording this in the morning so I don't know how it's going to be 
And then let me turn the light on. You can see me here. And I was like, I was looking at myself and I was like, I feel like I'm giving you like deep throat, like Nixon information in an alley. It's too dark. Uh, uh, Correa, in the, since the last time we recorded, Correa went to the Minnesota Twins, which is like, okay, whatever, get the money. If you were going to take a short-term deal, I don't know why he wouldn't have just taken a better, like a super short-term deal with the Astros, play like one or two more years, and then gone for like a big money long-term contract to end his career. But hey, whatever, he's still getting handsomely compensated for only a three-year contract, so whatever. Uh, and then the Texans, since the last time we recorded, the Texans did trade Deshaun Watson for a little bit of a King's Ransom uh, from the Browns. When I first heard the news of the trade, I had assumed it was a swap for swap for Baker Mayfield, so I was a little excited about that because I thought maybe that'd be like a way to breathe some new life into it. And uh, Even though his on-field performance is spotty, he seems to like really kind of embrace the community of Cleveland. So I was initially very excited for that, and then it was like, oh, no, it was just like a King's Ransom of, of draft picks. And it's like, oh, okay. So anyway, he's Cleveland's problem now. Like, half whatever, I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad I don't have to justify it anymore. I hope, our luck, we're going to get, like, another quarterback who's got, like, all kinds of controversy stuff. But uh, as far as the Texans are concerned going into next season, am I going to be actively following the Texans after the H's for Hell ends? Uh, probably not. Uh, it's just... I, I just, well, you know, I've only got so many hours in a day. I learned this past season not really watching the Texans very much because it was just so pathetic uh, that I was kind of enjoyed football more if I just did other stuff on Sunday in the afternoon and, and watched, like, the uh, Sunday NFL game, or I'm sorry, the Sunday night NFL game and, like, catch up on football then. And, uh, you know, I, I hope to... Because it's it's not like the players, it's not the fact that they suck. It's like the front office is what kind of demotivates me from wanting to be a fan. So, am I going to be following the Texans next year? I guess that's kind of a, a wait and see, but uh, probably not. So, I you know, there's plenty of other great stuff to cheer for. And am I going to go as far as like uh, adopting another NFL team as my you know my main franchise? That seems a little drastic. But if they keep making these horrible behind-the-scenes personnel decisions and all that kind of crap. I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. It's like I've lost my enthusiasm for it. Uh, anyway, speaking of football, ties in to uh, the upcoming schedule for the Ages for Hell. That's how we'll wrap this up. So next week on the 16th, I'm going to be dropping uh, so, uh, sometime on Easter weekend because I can't remember exactly when the game is. next. So the next episode is going to drop next weekend on Easter Uh and it's going to be about the United States Football League in their first weekend of operations. The Houston Gamblers are having their first game against, I believe, the New Jersey Generals. Uh, something of interest, though, is they don't play in Houston. Uh, they play in Alabama. I don't know why. I, I guess they have nowhere to go in Houston, which is like, I mean, Houston's got the Texans and Houston's got the XFL Roughnecks and plenty of other teams, so we weren't really asking for it. Uh, how funny would that be if they never come to Houston? At that point, you should just change the name, though. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm ranting. Uh, they're having their first game next weekend. I predict it's going to be a trash fire. So, hope, <laughs> you know, I hope the XFL next year is successful because I think there's a lot of really fun potential in that. But this, I don't give a shit. I hope it is a meme. I hope it's like the AFF from a couple years ago and we're all laughing at it. So anyway, I am going to be watching the first Houston Gamblers game. Such a terrible name. There's no gambling in Houston. There's like a race. There's a horse track. 
and then and, and scratch off tickets at the gas station and lottery tickets like just such a bizarre like i can see the vegas gamblers or the atlantic city gamblers whatever but houston whatever uh the weekend after that i'm going to be dropping my uh, an episode the only the only episode of all of H's for hell the only episode i've done involving like another person i'm going to be sitting down and having a chat with dr lewis not the third host of speaking for sport kind of the parent podcast uh you know of of the h's for hell uh if you listen to this on audio you obviously know who speaking for sport is if you listen to this on youtube you know they're kind of a they're a fellow gamigator show they do their own thing uh me and me and dr lewis go not the third go way back uh so we're just gonna kind of probably sit and just do like a half hour chat talk about how we met and talk about his experience as a sports writer he's got a lot of very interesting like firsthand experience of of like frontline journalism like he was the editor at a news he was either the editor-in-chief of the entire newspaper or he was the head editor of the sports section of a like a decent sized newspaper in a city in Oklahoma he worked for 24-7 sports as like a beat writer for the Seahawks uh he started this whole endeavor with speaking for sport the show's on hiatus right now but uh so yeah it's gonna be interesting conversation so and then the final episode of the h's for hell is going to drop april 30th it's going to cover the first round of the nfl draft and tie up any loose ends as far as like you know just any other houston sports that are going houston news that are going on and uh yeah just kind of like putting a little bow on this whole project uh, that will drop April 30th. It's going to cover the first round of the draft, maybe the second round, and some other stuff. So, uh, And then that'll be a wrap. So yeah, uh, and I'll talk more about this on the final episode, but if if you want to keep, if you if you follow me only through the H's for Hell and you want to follow some of my other endeavors, you can follow me at Zip the Duck Guy on Instagram. You can, Zip, Z-I-P-P, the Duck Guy at Instagram. I'm also the host of the No Redeeming Qualities podcast. You can find anywhere podcasts are found. You can find me at nrqpodcast.com. Uh, the re- the reason I'm not going to keep doing the H's for Hell is we've got a lot of other projects in the works, so I might, my focus has got to go on that. I had originally only committed to do this for a year, so, you know, I'm going to take that out. But I could always come back, I, you know, just because this is the end of this season, this is like the first run, I could always come back to do the H's for Hell, repurpose it, in any which way, you know, as a daily thing, as a written thing, as another, as a just purely a podcast. Who knows? I'll, I'm definitely going to keep the property, but we now have three episodes left until we conclude. I can't believe I've been doing this for over a year. Technically, if I was only going to do this for a year, I would have ended back in like March. Uh, but I've been kind of spotty these last couple months because I've been really busy with a lot of the other shit. Uh, but yeah, it's just crazy. It's been a year. And same with doing that, like that stupid scratch off shit. Uh, that took an entire year and that's done too. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you next week for hopefully really entertaining, uh, analysis of, uh, the United States football league's first weekend of operations. I hope it's like a train wreck because it's, I have very little faith that it's going to be like good or entertaining football because anybody of that caliber is probably going to the XFL or Canada, right? So it's like who's left. But anyway, I hope it's I hope it's funny bad and not just like boring and uh like uh, tedious bad. So I guess we'll see. Am I going to watch beyond the first weekend? I guess it depends on how bad it is. So uh, anyway, we'll see. Have a good weekend and I will see you next time. Like what you heard? 
Check out more at nrqpodcast.com. Gamma Gator Productions. <laughs>